Welcome to my podcast. This is part two of a big shout out to some special people. Today, ministers in the church. And I will be right back. Welcome back. I want to read First Timothy uh, chapter 1 down to the 6th verse. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandments of our God and Savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ, our hope, to Timothy, a true son in the faith, grace and mercy, peace from God, our Father, and Jesus Christ, our Lord. As I urge you, when I went into Macedonia and remained in Ephesus, that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine, nor give heed to fables, endless gene- genealogies, which cause dispute, rather than godly edification, which is in faith. Some translation says in the faith, of the, of the faith. Now the purpose of the commandments is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience, and from a sincere faith. From which some have strayed, having turned aside to idle talk. And that's what I want to talk about. Ministers. You know, it used to be a time when out growing up, I remember hearing the term man of God. Everybody was a man of God. Man of the cloth. Most importantly, they just simply said that I was, I'm a preacher. I'm a man of God. Nowadays, everybody got to be a bishop. Everybody got to be an apostle. Everybody got to use terms, unbiblical terms, the most revered, right, reverend, unbiblical. Whatever happened to just simply being a man of God? Did you know in scripture there are so many there are a lot of preachers, prophets that we don't even know their names. James and John, the kind of a man who was performing miracles, and they wanted him to follow them. And we don't even know their names. Jesus sent out 70. We don't know who they are. And they perform miracles, casting out demons. But Jesus told him, don't rejoice because of you doing that. Rejoice because your names are written down in the book of heaven. But nevertheless, these ministers, we don't even know their names. They care about their ministry. They care about getting the word out. I think we have strayed from that. But there are a lot of ministers out there just like uh, Bishop uh, wooden or the church of God in Christ upper room church of God in Christ 
I was so glad to see there's still some people ain't gonna like this. I was so glad to see there are still some strong black men of God who will preach the truth against no matter what, don't matter if the Democratic Party like it or not. Another man is uh he is a Messianic Jew who holds to the scriptures. Dr. Brown, Dr. Michael Brown, wonderful man. And I forgot this brother name, the smart Christian, he's on YouTube. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to him. Don't agree with everybody. We all don't agree. But one thing we do agree on is that Jesus Christ is the Lord. And we should focus on the message of the cross. But so many times we get sidetracked, especially in this world today. In the culture today, we have gotten, ministers have gotten sidetracked, trying to be popular, ignoring the gospel, preaching anything but it's sound doctrine. Whatever was popular, that they would do. I be, now, I believe You can be in your season. You can have your blessing now. I believe that. But every single, a, a lot of, I, I can't say every preacher, but a lot of preachers, that is their pitch. That's the thing to say now. You are in your season with the music blaring in the background. You're about to get your blessing now. You say, what's wrong with that? If God is not in it, you ain't get nothing. The ministers have forgotten to preach the good and the bad. He's a God of love, God of peace, also a God of judgment. He loved each and every person out there. That's where his word comes from. From that standpoint of love, as I just read, his commandments come from love. He loves you. He wants you to live right and do right. Because when you do, that's a great blessing for you. There is a great blessing on following Jesus. You may not know it. Those who don't and those who do, you didn't have seen a blessing. Maybe there's something wrong in your life. But there is a tremendous blessing in the walk with him. The state of ministry today is not based on the Holy Spirit. It's based on the court system. It's based on what the Supreme Court has legalized and what they have said. And what they delegalize. And what they have banned. What they allow in our school systems. Some of you who don't know will be shocked of the books that are in the library. Up, to, up in our school systems. 
There are men, ministers, men of God who are standing and fighting against this. There are men of God who are ignoring what's going on around them. It is getting worse and worse out there for our kids. And still calling out sin, we're talking about getting something from the Lord. Our focus should be back on the Bible. We need to turn back to the scriptures. There are a lot of more lot more ministers out there that that are sound, that are strong, that won't back down from the scriptures. I heard Bishop Wooden tell how that he made a stand on the scriptures against homosexuality, gay marriage. I don't know if this is going to be kicked off or not. He made a stand in Raleigh and 25 ministers, black ministers, made a pact against him. They tried, they went to the bank, I believe he said. Yes, he said they went to the bank and tried to get the bank to foreclose. But the point is, why would these ministers be standing against him if he's preaching the word? If he's preaching the word of truth, why anybody will be that many ministers will be standing to destroy him? But God was with him, and they the ditch they dig, it, they fell in it. You can't stop the hand of God. You can't stop what God is doing. There, there will be more ministers coming, raising up, rising up to speak the truth. I'm not talking about hate. I don't hate anybody. Bishop Woody don't hate anybody. Corey, that's his name. Corey don't hate anybody. Dr. Brown don't hate anyone. But what we do, we love the word of God. And we know that God loves you and he wants you to live with him when you leave this world. But you're not going to if you don't know him. There are things that the Supreme Court says it's okay. That the Bible says it's not okay. People never going to be happy. That's why I said earlier, this, really, this I said on the last broadcast, this uh, election is going to be volatile, even more so worse than the other one. People want to hold to the the things that they're doing that is not right. But I'm I'm getting off my subject. But ministers, we are at fault because we start preaching the gospel. We start preaching. A soft, tender, loving uh, fairy tale. 
will get on Oprah or any talk show, skinny jeans, T-shirt, and we give a half-truth about the word of, word of God. Now, I will only, I'm only going to speak what I know and what was out there in public. There's a bishop. He went somewhere that he shouldn't have went. Now, he opened himself up to all kind of accusations. I don't know if they're true or not, but I know he should never went. Trying to be a friend of the world. God says you're a friend of the world. You are enemy, enemy to God. Our focus should be on him, the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you will help these people, help these ministers, the ones that are straying to come back, not straying away from the gospel, I mean, from you, or straying away from preaching the truth. They may be still saved. They may have a relationship with you, but they putting it at risk by straying away from preaching your word, the truth of the gospel. And I pray also, Father God, for these men that I mentioned, for your blessing upon Bishop Wooden and his church and his ministers, Corey with the Smart Christian uh, podcast, YouTube, uh, Dr. Brown, I pray for a blessing for him. I pray for a blessing for Dr. Bell, uh, a wonderful man who taught me uh, when I was in school. I pray, Father God, in your holy name. I want to pray for Pastor Livingston that you will bless him and keep him strong, heal his body, fill his continually fill his mouth with your word of truth. If you always have done the church. Number read is from Colossians 1.18. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. For it pleases the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell. And by him to reconcile all things to himself. By him, whether things on earth or things in heaven. Having made peace through the blood of his cross. And you who were aliens, alienated, and enemies in your mind by wicked works. Yet now he has reconciled and one body his flesh through the death to present you holy and blameless above reproach in his sight. That is the church. 
We belong to Jesus, and Jesus has raised us up by saving us. The church is when we come together. It's not that building. When we come together, and when we act up, people who have never been to church, they think that's what it should be. That is not the church. I'm going to say this. Uh, Trowler, Perry, whatever his name is, put a release, a series of television shows about, uh, not television shows, but a series, I guess, about churches, life in the church, the behavior of bishops and uh, parishioners and all the things that be going on. That is not the church. I'm not going to mention their name of these shows, but it's not the church. That's maybe people in the building, but the church, we're about God's business. The people that could, that do mess up and fall down, but we get up and we keep on going. This stuff that he puts out, it makes it seem like the church is just one big lust fest, deceiving one another, backstabbing one another, and that is not true. We have been cleaned up, washed up, and one day we'll be presented to the Father as his own. So the church needs to get his act together. So when people see, that is why a lot of people had turned away from the church. Because when they see people, members, acting up, acting ugly, cussing, fighting, it turns them off. So, Father, I pray in your name that we will present ourselves as vessels has been reconciled back to you. Let the world know that you are a good Savior. You are better than we ever have ever preached. You are a good God. Help us to be good Christians or good people trying to live this life dedicated to you. So I pray and ask that you will help the church members of the church live a life to shine a light that others can see that will shine bright, shine bright that he will outshine all the wickedness, all the failures that they see all the time, hear all the time on the news about other ministers. There is also ministers and organizations and workers in the church. Let me read First uh, Corinthians twelve eighteen through twenty one. But now God has set the members, each one of them, and one body. 
That's the body of Christ. Just as he pleased. And if they were all one members, where would the body be? But now, indeed, there are many members, yet one body. One body. Many members. Uh, the bishops. Actually, a bishop is the pastor the way the great use it. But churches like the Catholic Church, Church of God in Christ, and the Methodist churches, they use the bishop as a leader to separate a leader. The Church of God just... I think they started doing that. Now they used to call the overseer. But the overseer is not better than the pastor. The bishop is not better than the local pastor. Uh, pastor is not better than the deacon or the church council like we have. Then we have... Uh, Organizations which is not affiliated with a church. Dr. Michael Brown had a wonderful ministry. Wonderful teacher. Uh, Corey, I don't know if he's a pastor or not. But he has a good ministry. Like I said, you're not going to agree with everybody. I'm not going to agree with everybody, what everybody does and says. His approach. I don't that's just the way it is. But these are godly men. I know this from watching them, listening to them. They're, they're godly men. There are workers behind the scenes that help these men. Dr. Brown, the uh, men who work behind the scenes to help him with his, uh, his podcast. I think Sean uh, has people also. There are workers in the church. Sweep the floor. Uh, when everybody leaves, they're there to clean it up, vacuum, sanitize. These people need recognition. And while I'm at it, why can't I recognize the choir? Who's there to take us to pray, take us to the throne of grace by praising God, singing songs of worship. So, Lord, I pray for them. I pray for these men and women that work in the church behind the scenes that nobody knows about, nobody ever going to see but you. And that's okay. You see, you see everything. And I thank you, Father God, for your holy blessing on these people. I pray for a blessing on them, Lord Jesus. When they sweep that floor, when everyone else is gone, and they vacuum that rug, and nobody else is there, and they shining up the uh, all the furniture, and they are helping with the broadcasts, the debt technical part, that you will anoint them, just to do that job. Not just anointing ain't just for preaching and teaching. Lord, just to take care of the house of God. 
So, Lord, I thank you for them. The ministries, the church, the ministry organization. Lord, I thank you for them. Continue to bless them in your most holy and wonderful and precious name, I pray. I give you all the glory and honor. If you have any prayer requests, you can send it to call to serve 316 at gmail.com. Any prayer requests or comments, call to serve 316 at gmail.com. You can also join me on Facebook, William A. Watson, or Facebook page, William Watson, or my YouTube page, W. Watson123, or Call to Sir Podcast. Music was performed and written by Julius H. Nieder Section. So I want you to have a wonderful day. I'll be praying for you. God bless you.